Welcome to the St. Mary AME Church Weekly Podcast. We are located at 600 South Salem Street in Apex, North Carolina. Currently, we are not worshiping in the building, but we are providing a Zoom worship experience each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. That meeting ID number is 694-664-2392. The passcode is 647912. Please make a note of this. Beginning the first Sunday in August, we will return to the building for a live worship experience. And that will begin each first and third Sunday in that month. We will record that service live on the Zoom site. Also, we will require that each individual wear a mask during this worship experience. We will be going by the CDC guidelines. Thank you and have a blessed evening. Amen. It's Sunday morning and we come to worship the Lord because he is worthy to be praised. And we come to the knowledge that without him in our lives, we will be like a ship without a sail. At this time, we will ask that Reverend Cross come and lead us to the throne of grace. Reverend Cross. Good morning, everyone. Happy Father's Day. Morning. Our Father, our God, we thank you that we're here once again on this particular day, Lord, to worship you, to give you praise, honor, and glory. We ask 
Thank you, Reverend Cross. Uh, uh, we know that prayer is the instrument in which the Lord has given us that we may make connection with him. Also, now with our announcements, uh, we will have our first uh, quarterly conference July the 17th uh, with residing elder. This will be a Zoom conference. I will send out uh, additional information later on in the month so that all we, we have all our documents in order but I just want to throw it out there. It's July the 17th. Uh, okay. Also, again, I just want to acknowledge that uh, Juneteenth is now an official federal holiday. Uh, recognizing who we are and what was that transpired in the lives of black folk. And we need to rec recognize that and understand if you don't know what it is, Google it so that you can speak intelligently when someone begins to talk to you about that because there are those folk that do not want us to remember. And the only way that this nation will be completely healed is that they must take uh, full responsibility to what has happened in the past so that we can all move forward in love and in harmony. Uh, there are any other announcements? Any whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> Reverend Taylor, as, as I mentioned uh, before, and that uh, as you approved, we are going to have a a memorial service for uh, Butch Morrison mm -hmm. on this coming Saturday at our church, and it's going to be a small one. Mostly the family of uh, the Morrison and the McLean family. Uh, but I just wanted to make sure <clears throat> that people wouldn't ride by the church and say, what's going on out there? <laughs> because that will happen. Yes. We're going to go in on Tuesday and clean up and sanitize and, and, uh, <clears throat> and, and do everything we need to do <clears throat> to get ready. And we're just going to be using the, the sanctuary. Okay. And just also, I've already purchased some reserve um, signs to go on the seats. I, that's one of the things I was doing this morning is that when you all come in, you all will see the reserve signs. That mean, The reserve signs mean that no one sits at that on that pew. Uh, so I, I think I put one, two, it's eight uh, Reserve sign, so is every other pew, and I kind of staggered him. So uh, we'll kind of stay within the CDC thing, okay? And that and that is at eleven o'clock. I spoke with Joyce on this past week, so that is at eleven o'clock. Uh, are, there, are there any other announcements or any concerns that um, could take our attention? 
I want to do this here uh, before we move on. Uh, I read this and I thought about black men. So I just want to read this before I read the scripture. And it goes like here. This letter is for us. The us that had a rough week. The us that seems to be under constant storms, clouds. The us that feels invisible. The us that doesn't know how much longer we can hold on. The us that has lost faith. The us that always blame ourselves for everything that goes wrong to us. We are incredible. We make this world a little more wonderful. We have so much potential and so many things left to do. We have time. Better things are coming our way. So please hang in there. We can do it. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. I thought that was really appropriate, especially this, this being uh, we call Father's Day. I want to encourage the fathers and let you know that the struggles that you have gone through, the struggles that you are going through is only a test that the Lord is going will continue to do great things in your life. And all we have to do is hang on in there and and be true to the God that we serve. Amen. Now, this morning, our 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 uh, scripture we come from Genesis, the 18th chapter and the 19th verse, and I'll be reading out of the uh, NIV uh, translation. And it reads like this. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. So that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. And we will park right there. That will that will be our text for our sermon this morning, knowing that God's word is true to our situation today. It was true back then and it's true today. So, again, let us let us kind of meditate on that. Let us kind of read that and and let the spirit of the Lord speak to your heart as we move forward in this service that we recognize Jesus Christ. At this time, I ask that Brother Jeff come and give us a anointing selection of his choosing, and, and let him sing to let him sing until he get happy. Hallelujah! Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Because when you sing and get happy, that you know what I mean. That's 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 it. That's it. So again, Jeff, uh, we we bring you up, and you you do your thing, man. All right. Well, good morning, church. I'm already happy, so I don't have to sing, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You just add on to that.
Amen. Thank you, Brother Jeff. And again, that's so on point as to where we're going this morning. Oh, let us pray. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you yet for this day. We thank you, God, that we recognize who you are in our lives. And Father God, we ask that you touch the men, that they will be stronger in your word and in your will, that we will continue to do what you have assigned our hearts to do, that you will get the glory out of our lives. Oh, Father God, we ask now that you let James step back and your Holy Spirit step forward that the anointing will overflow through this worship experience that we may feel and know that you are in our worship. In the name of Jesus the Christ we pray, amen. Again, I said that we're going to use Genesis the 18th chapter 19 verse. Uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about fathers the past couple of weeks uh, and the scripture I just read is our Heavenly Father talking about one of our forefathers. Then we have our earthly fathers. Those fathers can be known in many different ways. We have biological fathers. We have stepfathers. We have step-in fathers. We have absentee fathers. And we have deadbeat fathers. There may be more of a description of fathers if we really think about it. What is always say is that being a father is a complicated thing. We are all human beings with the exception of our heavenly father. And that means we are all imperfect. The best of fathers fail their children and some count away. And seem as though we cannot help it. That's why we need a heavenly father. Nevertheless, the Bible gives us, if not a job description, at least some qualities of a good father. You see, any fool can make a baby. And a lot of them do. But it takes a man willing to learn and to grow to become a godly father. This morning, I want to share seven things a godly father does. Seven things we as fathers need to strive to do. First of all, a father likes the way. Another way to put it that is that a godly father teaches. The greatest command in the Bible tells us that, do you remember that Jesus said that we should love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength? But the scripture doesn't stop there. That command does not stop there. There is no period or comma. It continues. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk around the road, when you lay down and when you get up. Tie them as a symbol on your hands and bind them on your forehead. Write them on the door frames of your house and on the gates. God is telling the fathers that they have a responsibility to, to teach the children to love him with all their hearts. And he tells them how to do it. He tells them how to impress this command on his children. He says, talk about it when you sit down and, and walk along the road and when you lay down to sleep and when you get up the first thing in the morning, teaching them as the day goes on. There are so many things tied to the scripture that, that in our hands and our foreheads that we need to remember who God is. And teaching doesn't happen by accident. You have to teach on a purpose. You, you have to plan it. And probably if you don't plan it, it don't happen. Fathers, teach your children to love God. 
The Proverbs says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I'm so glad that we have fathers that would teach their children. That will let them know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And and not only would they teach them, they would lead as an example in front of them. One of the most important things a father does is to teach his children. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, you're able to teach them one way or the other because one thing about it, children will see what you do. And a lot of times what you do sometimes will overshadow what you say. And as we teach uh, uh, God, he loves his us to the point that he overshadows us with his almighty presence. Um, and see, the whole thing is this here. Uh, deadbeat fathers and absentee fathers fathers, uh, they're missing out on the joy of instilling something in their children. But but the Bible says that the first priority that we need to do is that we need to teach them. And see, one thing about it, mothers do their job, but, but fathers got a job too. So many times we have regulated the raising of the children to mama. But I'm here to tell you this morning that daddy got a job too. Uh, daddy's job is more than going to work uh, and, 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 and putting a roof over their head. Uh, daddy's job is to teach his children and seeing kids observe uh, what they do. Um, so many times that as we go through this life, uh, we recognize that God is directing our path. Uh, and you need to understand that uh, the old adage is uh, that children see what you do. Where there is a a small hole, there's a big hole. That's what they say about a rat. But I'm here to tell you, we got to live, we got to be an example before for our children so that they will know who we are. Hallelujah. And the father, the second thing, that he is a leader. The scripture we started out in, our Heavenly Father explained that one of our forefathers, Abraham, he led the children. I'm here to tell you that you got to be a leader. You, 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 You cannot sit at home huh, while the wife brings the children to church. Huh, preach this thing in the house. You got to say we're going to church huh, and you got to be able to say for me and my house huh, we will serve the Lord. Huh. You got to let the world know and your children know that we're going to serve the Lord. Huh. I don't know what you did on Saturday. I don't know what you did all the week but this is the day that the Lord has made huh, and we shall rejoice huh, and be glad in it. And you may not want to go. Huh. Some some folks some folk said you know they had to be dragged to church. Huh. Your mom and your daddy drug you to church but but look at you now just because you were drugged to church you're living a different way you got joy you got hope you got direction because somebody they didn't have to have a conversation with you and ask you baby do you want to go to church today how many of you were asked do you want to go a lot of times when there was no thing about do you want to go you were going Ah, oh, yeah, well, and so, and so many times, but well, they don't feel like going. Well, I'm here to tell you that if they don't feel like going to church, they would do the same way, they'd be the same way on their job. I don't feel like going to work today. Ah, uh, no, no, it's, it's not, it's not based on your feelings. It's based on what you're supposed to do. And so we need to let folk know and let our children know and, and love, you can love them, but you can also lead them because that's why you're the parent. And the problem comes in is that when the parent becomes the child and the child becomes the parent and the child tells mama and daddy what to do. But I'm going to tell you that 
as a leader, God has chosen you to lead. And in Genesis says, for I have chosen him so that he will direct his children. Ah, direct his children, to lead his children, to point his children in the right direction. A father leads by example. And, and, and see, it's just like we look at scripture, we see that even in, in, in Joshua, he said, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the God which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the God of Amorite in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me, uh, and, and that, that whole thing, fathers, uh, if the wife don't want to go to church, you still go. Hallelujah, anyhow. See, that's, that's one thing that we have failed, uh, that, 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 that somehow uh, we, we have taken a, a step back uh, and say, I don't feel like going take the children on baby to church. Uh, but you got to take your stand and say, Lord, uh, I'm going to lead my family. I'm going to lead them into the presence of the Lord. And see, one thing about it, uh, this machismo thing. Uh, oh, hallelujah. Some people talk about men don't cry. But when you think about what God has brought you from, um, when you think about where you could have been, a tear should drop down on your face. A, a clap should be in your hands. A song should be in your mouth. Because when you think how God has blessed you, you cannot keep it to yourself. So you got to leave those children. You got to let them know that everything is all right. The first journey that you start, it takes the first step. And I'm so glad that as we move closer to the Love of God, we're taking a step. First, the next thing a father does is disciplines, <laughs> listen, disciplines his children. Uh, uh, Proverbs said, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor the taste his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father in whom he delights. Hallelujah. If fathers if you can't discipline your child, the world will. Hallelujah, anyhow. The world will. A father should set the boundaries. Because, see, that's what children need. They need boundaries. They may not acknowledge it. And they may want to do everything they want to do, but you need boundaries. <laughs> uh, it, it reminds me just like a guardrail when you're going down the highway. Uh, if you happen to run off the road, the guardrail keeps you from going down an embankment. And a, oh my God, thank you, Holy Ghost. And a father is just like that. His children may run off the road, but he is that steadfast, still uh, situation that keeps them from going any further. I'm so glad that the God we serve, the God that has brought us a long way, he keeps us from being derailed. He keeps us because, and you got to let your children know. Have, how many of you heard this before? This is hurting me <laughs> more than it's hurting you. Did your mama, daddy tell you that one time when they were giving you a whipping? Uh-huh, I said, this is hurting me. <laughs> and you were saying to yourself, how in the world could this be? I am receiving what you're giving. Uh, but the thing is here, mothers and fathers had to go beyond themselves because they know that if they did not bring you in to a right direction, that you would do whatever you want to do. 
So that's why they discipline you. That's why they tell you no. When a mother or father cannot tell their children no at some point, something is wrong. If you're more concerned with how your children respond to you when you say no, then you are not a good parent. I remember many years ago that that was a that was a a a a a, a, a lady, a pastor of the church, and she looked at her daughter, and her daughter was like eight years old. And, she, and the daughter said, who you looking at? Ah, and I was standing there. And thank God that Jesus keeps me near the cross. Because I wanted to do something to her. And all the mama did was sit down and turn around. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. First of all, if, if you have raised your children right, they wouldn't even tell you who you're looking at. Huh? How many times that you have heard that that a look from your mama or your daddy, they ain't got to say nothing. Just a look will bring you in the line. Hallelujah in the house. But if you haven't done what you need to do, that look that you give has no impact. Hallelujah. And the, th- the thing when when I was raised is not wait till you get home. You got discipline right there. And the neighborhood. Hallelujah. You go, you go to somebody, you go to somebody's house in the neighborhood and you act up. You got discipline and then they call and let your mom and daddy know what you did. But the sad thing now is that when we try to help our children, because you keep it in mind, it takes a village to raise children. But the problem there is that you don't touch my child. My child don't do no wrong. I'm here to tell you, and I tell the truth, it's shame the devil. I did so much wrong <laughs> that, that I was surprised I survived. Yeah, because when you slick and sly, you know how to do wrong and, and get away with it. Yeah, yeah, see, y'all, y'all look at me like I'm crazy, but some of y'all the same way. You did a lot of stuff that your mom and daddy didn't know you did. And they thought you were their little angel, but you were you were just a little, a little evil little thing doing your thing, but smiling their face. And and when mom and daddy cannot recognize that as children, we all have done wrong. And and as parents, and if you remember, you did the same thing to your parents. So when someone tells you that little 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 Johnny did something wrong, don't blow up in that, that individual's face. Go ahead and have a word with little Johnny. Because if you don't have a word with him, what happens is that something down the road will have a word with him. The next thing a child should, a father should do is have compassion on his children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have compassion. Uh, uh-huh. that, 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 that means that you got to love your children. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. That was Psalm 103. Sometimes a child doesn't need teaching or discipline or even leadership. He needs a compassionate father. He needs a dad who will put his arms around his son or daughter and, and, and cry with them and tell them everything going to be all right. Uh, you, you need to know that your children need to know that you care about what they're going through. And all this stuff, uh, this man's up. Uh, you need to man up. You need to man up. 
Hallelujah. But there are times when you need to put your arms around them and say, I understand. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. I'm going to walk with you. And even if the children mess up, you still got to acknowledge that they're your babies. Hallelujah. Uh, even if they mess up, you got to have compassion and, and let the world know that's my, I don't approve of what my child done, but that's still my baby. And so you got to have compassion because, see, if you show compassion to them, then they will have a compassionate heart. It's sad when young folk are just hardcore and they have no sympathy. And just like when the folk, they go in the street, the first thing they cry out, you disrespected me. Well, the problem is this here. You got to be respectful to get respect. You just, you know, and, and that's one of the key words. And some folk have lost their lives just because they per- was perceived that this individual disrespected them. And the father, you need to understand that they, your children should know that you're there for them. I, 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 they know that mama is there. Uh-huh. My, my, my mama would be there if, if nobody else is there. But fathers need to let their children know that that I am there for you. Just just like God is there for us. Just like Jesus is there for us. They got to understand. They got to know that you are with them so they will not be afraid. The Lord, your God, who goes before us, before us. But we have to understand that when God is for us and you we have to let our children know I am for you. Because when they know that daddy got their back, they don't tremble. They don't walk in fear. They know that when daddy has their back, that everything going to be all right. And, and, and see, you need to understand that we have to be uh, a father just like God was a father to Jesus. Our, our concept of fatherhood is skewed because a lot of times... Our fathers did not do what was right. And therefore, we have, when we move to a heavenly father, we perceive that our heavenly father is just like our biological father. But we have to understand that our heavenly father loves us and that he keeps and he cares for us. And, and, and see, if you had a father that was kind of jacked up, you're not going to understand what fatherhood is because you did not have an example. But the most important thing that young folk need to understand is that there is no excuse because there's still other men in the neighborhood that you can look up to and pattern your life after. You don't have to be like somebody else that was part of your biological makeup. Hallelujah in the house. You have to make the decision. And if you, and, it, and the sad thing is this here, if you don't make the decision, then the decision has already been made. Ah, uh, you can be either good or you can be bad. It's your decision. Ah, uh, and, and yes, your, your environment has a part of what you become, but also your environment is not the 100% that makes you who you are. You have to be able to look at folk and say, well, I know things are not right, but I look down the street uh, and I pattern my life after somebody else. 
And, and, and that makes you strong. And, and the next thing uh, a father does is provide for his children. Oh, hallelujah. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he provides. If daddy don't want to go to work. Daddy. Ain't no good dad. Hallelujah. If it's cold outside and you and daddy tell me it's too cold to go to work. Daddy ain't hit no nothing. Hallelujah in the house. Uh, a daddy provides. A daddy goes out and work when it's sick, when his job requires that he got to do everything. But he's thinking about his babies. He's thinking about I got to feed and clothe my babies because they are part of me. A daddy provides, and, a, and, a, and not only does he provide financially, he provides emotionally also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to be there. And, 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 and the whole thing is here is that, that as you provide, and, and one of the things that you need to understand, that daddy need to love his children's mama. Hallelujah in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Daddy has to, he's commanded to love his children's mama. Hallelujah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to love her so your children can see that there's love in the house. And, and the, the last thing uh, is that the greatest of the things that dads can do is love. Hallelujah. We have to love like Jesus loves us. A father needs to love. We need to know what that means. Some fathers think that by just by bringing, as like I said, a paycheck home, uh, that shows love. Dad needs to recognize your love language. Oh, hallelujah. There's a book with five love languages. You need to find out what makes your children tick. Hallelujah. Huh? I, I, I use myself for example. Huh? If you just talk to me when I was growing up, I'll get straight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you, all you have to do is talk to me, and I'm all right. My brother, you had to beat him before he recognized that he was off the track. So you, you need to recognize your children's love language. And, and when you recognize it, give them what they require. All children are not alike. They may be raised in the same house, but they are different people. You cannot go across the board and treat everybody alike. Because you, we got to find out what makes them tick and what motivates them. And therefore, they will fall right in line. And they would do the same thing to their children. But again, this is Father's Day. And be a good, you gotta be a good father. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you have to be a good father because you are making an example of yourself to your children. Oh, hallelujah. And just think about it. There's a lot of things that folk would not have done if things were right. But now that you know the way, and the, the, the saying is, when you know what's right, then you got to do what's right. And, and so as, 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 a, as a father in 2021, if you fall short, 
ask God to give you direction. If you fall short, ask God to lead you. If you fall short, ask God to give you the ability to bring yourself into the knowledge of who he is so that you will be able to lead your children and lead your family. Because once you have done what God has called you to do, your children and your whole family will be blessed because then when you go through your life and you can put what the old folks say, a praise on it, folk will understand it and your children will understand that they have a good dad and a good father and they want to be just like you are. So however we set ourselves up, that is how our children will be. So all we need to do now is thank God and then we put a praise on it. And we can praise him forever and forever. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing. And men, you need to recognize that if God had not been on your side, you would not be where you are today. Uh, go out and share the love of Christ with somebody. And 
If you don't have children, then be a father figure to somebody because some child is watching. Some child is seeking direction. And especially we as black men, we must take a stand and help our fellow uh, children of humanity to be who they are. It's just a kind word. It's just somebody to say that you can make it. Even when folk are doing wrong, church, you can still say it's all right. Better days are coming. And as children of the Most High God, and, and I'm, 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 I'm trying to close, but you need to understand that the enemy tries to destroy the head. The enemy tries to destroy the head. So the things that you are have gone through or going through or will go through is because the enemy see that you have a light and he's trying to keep your light from shining. Thereby, if he can keep your light from shining, then the kingdom of God fails to increase because we have not done what we are assigned to do. But again, happy Father's Day and may the love of God continue to overshadow you. Go out, and I, and I know your, 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 your children and your grandchildren are going, are going to call and say uh, Happy Father's Day, Happy Granddaddy Day, or whatever it is. But count it as a blessing that they call and, and they call you from their heart and not from tradition. That's a difference. I'm here to tell you. When they do it from their heart and not just because, you have been blessed. And just like the Bible says, a, a man that has, uh, that has many, it says quivers, meaning many children, is blessed. Hallelujah. And they don't have to be your biological children. So there a lot of folk have children that they have helped raise and have shown them, shown them how to be a man or woman of God. And that's a blessing. If our hearts and minds are clear, our benediction is as Father. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. May the glory of God and the peace keep us until we meet again. And as we move forward on this week, let us share the love of Christ. That someone may see Christ in us and come seeking a relationship with him. May you have a blessed week and God be with you. Amen.